Hey everyone, welcome back to In Her Wallet, a weekly podcast helping women around the world take control of their finances for good and build better financial futures one episode at a time. My name is Sophia. I am your host, the founder of In Her Wallet and an accredited investment representative here in Canada. Chances are you've noticed that we haven't aired Friday episodes in the past two weeks. And the reason for that is first, I got engaged, which is extremely exciting. And then after after that, I got sick. So I took last week to recover. But in the light of this new exciting chapter in my life, in the light of this news uh, today, I wanted to talk about money in relationships and specifically talking about money before you get married. Yes, I know money talk is sensitive and uncomfortable, and it's not really romantic, but if you're in a serious relationship, it's totally necessary. I agree, if you just started dating, probably this is not the right time to have this conversation, but if you're thinking of moving in together, if you already live together, if you're engaged, planning to get married, or are already married, money talk is a must. The very first episode of In Her Wallet podcast, which aired in October of 2022, was right about that. Our society's money talk taboo and how it's keeping us away from earning, saving, and investing more. In that episode, I talked specifically of money conversations with your girlfriends, and we discussed a few questions that you can use to start that conversation with your friends. But what I want to focus on today is why we we as women should take an active part in shared finances when it comes to our romantic relationships. Here are some stats that I want to share with you, which are fascinating and eye-opening and might get you to start that conversation with your boyfriend or a fiance or a husband right today. So here it goes. 74% of women are single when they die, either because they never married, they are divorced or widowed. Second stat I want to share is that nearly three quarters of women who outsource the management of their family finances to male partners find themselves with a negative financial surprise after a divorce or widowhood. And finally, a study by the U.S. Aging Committee found that women's household income falls 41% after a divorce and 37% after a spouse dies. All of these numbers are pretty significant and eye-opening and mind-blowing, and they all underline the importance of why we as women need to take an active part in our shared family finances. This is just smart planning. This is just us being smart with the goal of building better financial futures now as a union together with our partners. But here is some romantic stats to cheer you up. Talking about money with your partners actually helps your relationship and is good for your relationship. A recent study found that 78% of couples who talk about money every week say that they are happy. But only 60% of couples who talk about money every few months and half of couples who talk about money even 
less often than that, said the same thing. So all in all, let's have this important money conversations with our partners because it'll help us have a peace of mind about our financial affairs and what our future holds. Because this is one of the most important and crucial foundations for an honest and true partnership. If you're still listening, chances are I've got your attention and you are invested in learning how to start those conversations with your partner or maybe improve them if you already have them in place. So going forward now, I'll share some of the questions I personally am applying at this stage in my relationship now that we are going to marry and officially form a union together. I've split them by three different modules and each module contains three to four questions. So very easy and straightforward. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at In Her Wallet Podcast because there we'll be sharing some of the graphics with these questions for the ease of accessibility for you guys. So let's go. First module is about establishing a common ground with your partner. Here the goal is to really have a better picture of each of your individual finances. It requires transparency, trust, and understanding, the most important part. Keep in mind here that we all were brought up differently. Your partner might have different financial beliefs and habits from yours. So really try to approach this with understanding and what your partner might have or believe in might be different from you. But at the end of the day, because you are committed to being together, um, this will be a great way for you to also learn more about your partner and whether this is a good fit. So Here's the first question. How much money do we each have right now and how much money do we earn? Pretty straightforward. Second question is very important. How much debt do we each have? Here, try to include everything from your student loans to business loans to personal loans to credit card debt. You need to decide here. Will you be combining this debt when you marry or no? The goal of this question is to really put everything on the table to make sure that when you do get married officially, there are no negative financial surprises. Third question is, where do we keep our money currently? That can be in your checking, in your savings account, in an investment account. If so, where is it and what is it invested in? You really need to get a full picture of each of your finances. So then you can take these pieces later on to put it into one solid union. Next one is, do you have any past or current financial bonds or bursts that I should know about? If your partner or if you are addicted to gambling, obviously this is a very extreme example, this needs to be discussed. And again, approach this with understanding and try to try to analyze and understand where does it come from, if this is a good fit for you, and if you are committed to being with this person, how can you really work on this financial bursts or boons to make sure that your financial union doesn't suffer later on. 
Second module is about creating a financial union together. The first question is pretty straightforward. What are our financial goals for one, five, 10 years from now? Get excited here. This is your opportunity to share what you are aspiring to achieve down the road because now you are a team and it's two people who will be working towards these goals. This is very exciting. Second question is, do we keep our money in joint or individual accounts? This is a big question that needs a lot of consideration. So if you are approaching this question individually at a time, I think that's a great idea as well because it requires a lot of thinking and planning. Third, do we share credit cards? Kind of similar to the previous one. Next question is what kind of purchases must be jointly decided upon? Here I know quite a few family examples that have decided that for any purchase above let's say 300 or 500 dollars that needs to be discussed before the purchase is made. This is totally personalized and up to you but it's important to have that. Um, in place in case you do guys have decided to have joint accounts and final question is how do we keep household books and pay bills again if you are deciding to keep your finances separately how are you paying for the expenses for household expenses such as electricity bill and hydro bill or if they're joint who is actually making actual payments who is keeping track of that and so on Okay, so this was the second module about creating a financial union. Now let's move on to the third and final module, and it's about financial planning and joint future. Here, the goal is to think long-term about a solid financial future that you guys are now going to be building together. It's an opportunity again for you to get excited and to communicate to your partner what your goals are and where you got you see yourself as a union in a number of years ahead. So first question is how do we manage our long-term financial planning? That includes retirement and investments. The goal here is to understand how will these decisions be made, whether it's together at the table or one person has a lead and takes a lead in that, and who implements, tracks, and manages these investments for retirement and for other financial goals. I always say that we as women need to take an active part. This episode is dedicated to that. So this is a sign for you to have that conversation with your partner and to express your willingness and desire to be an active participant in this processes and to have an understanding of where your family stands and what your future investments look like. Second question is, is life insurance secured for both of you? If so, in what amounts? And if anything happens, who are the beneficiaries of this? Very important. Life is unpredictable. Discuss this very often. If you are employed, life insurance is part of your health benefits package, but it's something that you guys should also discuss. Third question is related to second one and it's about do health insurance do we each have health insurance if not how's health insurance secured and will this change after marriage do any of us have any pre-existing 
health concerns and conditions. If this hasn't been discussed before, it's also a great opportunity to get to know your partner better in that sense. I mentioned in a few episodes ago that uh, for me personally, because I'm self-employed right now, I only have a basic medical coverage. So Roman recently offered to add me to his package. That's what we are doing together right now. But there are so many different avenues to explore. I can definitely do a separate episode on this topic. If you guys are interested, let me know. Next question in the third module is related to couples who have children from past or dependents from past relationships. This question is the following. If we have dependents from previous relationships, what part of our finances goes to them now and in the future? Very sensitive, a little bit uncomfortable of a topic for some people, but it's important to have this discussed and be on the same page now rather than later and to run into concerns and differences, different point of views later on. Last question is with regards to a will. A will is a document for those of you who don't know that states what happens to persons' assets, both financial and in-kind, when they pass away. There is usually a beneficiary stated to the will. It's a very important document to have a play in place especially when you have children. So if you don't feel comfortable addressing these questions right now, when you have children and dependents in the picture, that might be a great opportunity to address this. So the question goes as follows. Do you have a will? If so, what does it say? And will any changes be made after we get married? If not, if you don't have a will, shall we arrange to have wills made, maybe jointly or separately? I hope you guys uh, understand this question. Again, if you need more clarification, definitely let me know in the comments on our Instagram. Always happy to comment. So these are all of the questions I shared with you today. Head over to our Instagram at In Her Wallet Podcast. We'll be posting graphics with these questions listed for the ease of access for you. I want to finish this episode by saying that managing your money together in a relationship is key to a financially happy union and marriage. And you can't do that without regular money check-ins. Ideally, this should happen at least monthly and focus on the state of your union, like what you own and what you owe, your joint budget if there is one in place, and finally, your financial goals and how you plan to achieve them as a team. With that said, I wish you all a fantastic day and weekend ahead. I want you to give yourself credit for showing up for yourself and your future because every time you do that, you increase what's financially possible for you. It was Sophia with you today. See you next time.